Good morning. It's Thursday, May 14th, and we are reading through the Bible. We are in 2 Kings chapters 9, 10, and 11 in our Old Testament reading, and then in John 5. In 2 Kings, a lot of drama here, we have the end, the bloody end of Ahab and Jezebel. And uh, the very violent uh, Jehu takes him down and her, and there's all of the fulfillment of prophecies, all their evil deeds. Ahab and Jezebel come to an end as uh, the very uh, chaotic and, and uh, crazy reign of Jehu uh, is used by God for that transition. Uh, chapter 11, uh, amazing drama here. Athaliah, the queen, ends up uh, ruling over Israel, uh, I'm sorry, over Judah, and um, she is set, dead set on killing, pardon the pun, the family, the royal family. And thankfully, Joash is hidden away in the temple and ends up being raised there for years. Uh, for six years, he's hidden there in the temple. So she does not succeed in cutting off what would have been the line of David in the southern kingdom. So uh, we hear that story. We have the priest there plays a critical role in all this, and he will again tomorrow as we transition uh, the kingdom into Joash's hands. On In our New Testament reading in John chapter 5, we have Jesus healing on the Sabbath which is an amazing reminder of his creative power, creating something out of nothing. And we also see he makes those statements about the fact, even though they're accusing him of healing on the Sabbath, he says, my father is working and I am also working. And they can't take the fact that he is not only uh, justifying this healing on the Sabbath, but that he is making himself out to be equal with God, and they are furious over this. They think it's blasphemy. And of course, Jesus is simply expressing his glory and telling us in this seen who he is. So our Old and New Testament readings, a lot of interesting things there today as we continue to move through the Bible and our daily Bible reading in our community imperative, the command for us to deal with one another. I'm going to take us through some more in Philippians. We're in Philippians chapter 2, which is usually hailed as a great Christological passage about how we understand the deity of Christ and the incarnation and his humility in that incarnation. But we need to recognize in Philippians chapter 2, verse 5, this is all really setting up uh, a command for us to deal with each other in a particular way. Matter of fact, let me read it for you in Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. It says, Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, although he existed in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but he emptied himself by taking the form of a servant and being found, or being born rather, in the likeness of of men. So the great statement here from the Apostle Paul regarding the incarnation begins by him pastorally saying we need to have this mind. And he's already talked in the early part of the chapter about the things that should be true among us in terms of harmony and unity and support and considering others is more important. But that statement of have this mind uh, among yourselves as was true and is yours in Christ Jesus. So the incarnation, I want us to see that as our community imperative today. Of course, you're not uh, part of the Godhead. You're not taking on human form, but that incarnational sense of stepping aside and sacrificing for the benefit of someone else. I put it this way, sacrifice your comforts to serve someone. So that's our thought today and our focus today for you to think about how you can lay aside a privilege, something that is uh, the comfort of your life, to do something that is going to be for the benefit and the good of someone else. Sacrifice your comforts to serve someone, and I hope that that 
becomes your focus today in some way, not only as you grow from your learning of the Old Testament and the New Testament, but that you'd focus on trying to practically bring that to life. And maybe you could in the comments even today, it'd be helpful to learn how you have had someone do that for you in a way that you know was a great sacrifice to them. What was it? What kind of thing fulfills this passage where the mindset of that kind of incarnational love, that kind of sacrifice and setting aside privileges was true in your life? I'd love to hear that from you in the comments. Thanks for listening today. Get into your Bible reading now and we'll be back tomorrow as we continue our reading through the scriptures.